Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for September 6, 2023. Today's Gospel lesson is from Matthew chapter 12, verses 22 to 32. Whoever is not with me is against me. Then they brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It is only by Beelzebul, prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But but if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or again, how can anyone enter a strong man's house and carry off his possessions? unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. And so I tell you, every kind of sin and slander can be forgiven, but blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. Anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. New International Version Binary thinking is rife in today's world. It is a simplified mindset in which a person sees issues in one of two opposite and mutually separate ways. In other words, binary thinking reduces complex situations into a simplified either-or view that sees everything from a good versus bad, right versus wrong, and us versus them mentality. Engaging in binary thinking elicits a tendency towards oversimplification, where groups and sides are pitted against each other. And this is precisely what the religious leaders of Christ's day wanted. They engaged in a logical fallacy of attributing Christ's ability to heal and drive out demons as itself demonic. Oversimplification is when someone does not look at a circumstance or situation with any understanding, but instead assigns it either a good or bad label. In this case, the religious leaders were simply saying Jesus was doing bad work because he himself is bad and in league with the devil. There is a big difference between the ability to take complex issues and explain them in terms that most people can understand and refusing to know the complexity by immediately boiling it down to a right or wrong label. The religious leaders did not seek to know and understand Jesus, and in their ignorance, they simply called Christ's work satanic. It could be that the religious leaders wanted to create a polarization between Christ and the people. After all, their own authority, power, and hegemony were being threatened by this upstart healer. 
Jesus was gaining the affection of the people, and so the leaders perhaps felt they were losing their influence. At the least, they certainly felt jealous. I am always impressed by the way Jesus responded to people of all kinds. Christ generally entered the world of those in front of him and handled matters according to the way they thought and did things. In the case of the religious leaders, Jesus entered into their binary thinking world and took them on from that point of view. Christ argued logically from the leader's own illogic. If black and white thinking is what they understood, then Jesus gave them that in a way they would grasp it. Jesus counters the accusations by simply stating that Satan undoing his own work is ridiculous. If Satan is wanting more and more control over people, like the religious leaders want, then there is no way he is going to give Christ the power to set them free from that control. <clears throat> Therefore, in binary terms, the leaders could understand, Jesus declared that whoever is not with him is against him. Whoever is not gathering with him is actually scattering. The tables are turned. Jesus is doing good work, of which the religious leaders are calling bad. Thus, they are bad. And Jesus was not finished with them quite yet. He further stated a grim warning aimed directly at the leaders. By seeing up close and personal the work of God's Spirit, then declaring that work to be the devil's doing, you cannot be forgiven. What's more, not only are such people not forgiven, but they also cannot be forgiven because they have cut themselves off from the very power that could forgive them. Once a person declares in their binary thinking that the only remaining source of life is poisoned, then they just condemn themselves to death. Cutting off oneself from God altogether cannot possibly bring forgiveness and grace to that same self. If we are mad at God and rage at Him, we are still engaging and communicating with Him. We are not cut off. Any sort of communication with God is still having some sort of connection with the divine. But if we sever the connection altogether, then there is not a way to receive any grace. So if we are concerned about committing the unpardonable sin, we most certainly have not, because we still are seeking connection with God. Hell is the place of separation from God, the very place where people who want nothing to do with God are. It isn't that God put them there, they put themselves there. Let us not, therefore, pit people against each other, but instead foster relational connections, wholeness, integrity, and a just spirit of right relationships. We need not condemn others or assign to them demonic labels. If they truly are condemned, they have already done so to themselves. O God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we ask that you mercifully hear our prayers and spare all those who confess their sins to you. And may they be absolved by your gracious pardon of their guilty conscience and of any shameful deeds through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, with you and the Holy Spirit, our one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.